Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Comic Book Nation's Quick Save, our gaming-focused segment where today... It is one of the biggest days in gaming so far this year. It is the release of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Hello, I am your comic book nation host, Kofi Outlaw. And today on Quick Save, I have with me one of our best jack of all trades. The man can do it all. I've called him like three times today for three different possible show ideas. Uh, Mr. Evan Valentine is back with us from the Anime Initiative segment of our show. Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here. And thank you to our listeners who have called out sick for the day, who are currently playing Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Much appreciated. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wild leap day today. Happy leap day, everybody. <laughs> I got my leap day colors on, as you can see here. Celebrate and shout out to leap day, William. And uh, yeah, a lot of people missing today. Happens to coincide with Leap Day, happens to coincide with the release of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And you know him, as he likes to say, my brother from another mother, my uh, regular Comic Book Nation host, who has been deeply entrenched in these games from the very beginning, Mr. Matthew Aguilar is with us. So I'm still here on audio. I know my camera might be frozen, but I'm frozen still here on audio. I'm frozen, I man, you... and I'm looking very grumpy, by the way. I don't understand. I, I, like, I got to reset. I like, oh, my God, people don't. You don't listen to Comic Book Nation for the last six years. We've been doing this. <laughs> I don't Matt know why that happens. And like, we get the best faces from Grump, from like Matt. And that was Grumpy Papa Matt. That's the face of Dawn's when he, when he has to maintain a no and he's still faking it. He's like, oh. But like, yeah, that was. I haven't seen a good Matt freeze in a hot minute. But yeah, uh, that was, that was. It took a minute. But yeah, I'm here. So hey, howdy. <laughs> okay so as i said a little context uh if you haven't been listening to comic book nation we do all kinds of segments we cover all things geek culture anime initiative kids anime we are quick save doing gaming uh the quick save team gave you some of their first impressions of final fantasy 7 rebirth last week they kind of broke down what they were thinking about the game obviously some of our our staff has been able to be sitting with it for a little bit longer they've had a little bit of hours Nobody has completed this game, so we are going to stay away from all ending spoilers, any of the big turns or twists or changes from the original that might happen late in the game. You know, those third act, you know, twists that all every game, movie, and everything else in between loves. We're going to stay away from all that. Let's just say that in the beginning. We know that a lot of you are just popping in, locking in on leap day to start Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and we want you to enjoy it. So that's not where we're going with this video. We'll be back to talk about that in another quick save segment. For today, we thought, you know, it's launch day. Everybody's out. Everybody's kind of getting into this. People are having thoughts. People are sharing thoughts. And even though we gave you our first impressions, we thought it was important to just kind of come back in and let Evan and Matt, who have both been, you know, into the game for a bit, give you a more extensive walkthrough about just 
what they like about this game, if there are any criticisms, and you know what's really different about this one, because I think the buzz, it's safe to say, is starting to build. That while Final Fantasy VII, the first one, you know, the remake was highly anticipated in, in a release that held up. If you go back and listen to our old episodes, old Maddie here was telling you years ago that that was hitting. But um, this is hitting a little different. I, am I wrong about that? Because I have to say at the start, I love the original. We were talking about this before we recorded. It's, it is it is one of the most pivotal games that, like, for me as a gamer, and I started in the 80s, but when that came along, that... That was next level for me and got me into fantasy games for like a decade after that. And so I've been so scared to touch this because I'm so scared that the complete thing won't live up to my nostalgia. But uh, I'm hearing that I might have uh, been worrying in vain. Is that true? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll kick things off. Um, uh, I'd written up the uh, official review for the site and uh, uh, I'm at 40 plus hours. I know, Kofi, you had said that we haven't beaten the game yet. And just to give you an idea, I'm at 40 plus hours and I don't think I'm close to beating the game yet because I've been kind of doing all the side quests. I've been doing a lot of the mechanical stuff, um, kind of exploring all the different regions of the world on my chocobos. And I am having so much fun with this game. I think that one of the, I, I was a big fan of uh, Remake. Uh, but I could see kind of some of the flaws in that, that it did feel, um, it did feel a bit on rails. Uh, it was, you kind of were locked in a lot when you were exploring Midgar in general. Um, what Rebirth is able to do is it's able to open up the world and give you this huge sandbox to play in uh, that this is, this is one of my favorite, not only this, is this one of my favorite games for the PlayStation 5, I think that this is a big testament to how far that we've come with like technology in general, because when you find yourself fast traveling in this, it's just instantaneous. There's no, yeah. you you blink and you'll miss it. I was amazed when I was like traveling to different towns and I would just immediately want to like fast travel to a place. And I was just there immediately. There's no, it's not even like it's going to take you five seconds. No, it's going to take you like a second or less than that. Um, not to say that like you're, you will have the opportunity to hop on some chocobos. I was writing about that a little earlier today. Uh, and this game is just so much fun. I gave it a perfect score because it's 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 as close to it's one of it feels like a perfect game for the PlayStation 5. There's there's so much that's working for it. It works so well in tandem with the original Final Fantasy 7 as well as adding its own kind of unique flair and story bits and characters and honestly like cannot recommend it enough. Just simply cannot. Like if you're not taking today off Maybe you should uh, think about that and start playing Rebirth. It's uh, kind, of, kind of your boss might understand. Who knows? <laughs> you go, well, they're probably playing it too. You know what I mean? They, they might not oh, be yeah. in. You might not be able to take the day off because they've already claimed PTO because they are at home playing Rebirth. Um, that that's that's true. I I echo so much of um, what you said. I'm not quite as far as you, um, mm -hmm. but I. What I think, you know, we talk about this on Comic Nation all the time, uh, especially like with recent comic runs. Um, you know, we've had uh, Jonathan Hickman, uh, Chip Zdarsky. Some of these people are so good at like pulling 
all the various material that's out there about a character or concept and they pull it together and they make you see it in a new light. They make some stuff make sense. They get rid of some things. They modernize some things and they pull it all together into this like, oh, one not seamless, but one through line. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's part of the magic of Rebirth and, and, and also remake as well. But but Rebirth, especially because of what it's if you are a longtime Final Fantasy VII fan. And, and by this point, it's its own mini franchise within the franchise. It, Seven has spawned so many different spinoffs, uh, all different types of genres um, and, and these characters. And it's making all of that, for the most part, matter. And it's taking little bits and like, okay, well, that's really smart with, uh, you know, especially, I mean, look, we're gonna, you know, Zack stuff, like all that stuff matters. And if you've played some of those other games, it matters. Um, and just what they're doing with uh, Aerith alone, right? It, it's easy to forget that, like, you didn't get to actually play her hardly at all in the original game because of that pivotal death in that original game. So, um, you know, that's why we talked about it on, the, on our impressions quick save of, like, that's why people kept, like, trying to find codes and ways to break the game so they could play her for a longer time. You get to really get to know this character uh, and I can say that across the board, uh, Yuffie. I mean, even if you if you played the DLC, I feel like it's even more so. But even if you didn't, I feel like they do such a great introduction here and, and work her into the plot. Um, so I just think they're taking all these things and making them and twisting them on its head because the core premise is fate is not known. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't yep. know what happens. We've we've passed the point of they're just doing a block by block interpretation of the original game. And that brings some of that kind of new wonder that you have with a new game when you don't know what to expect to something that you still have all the main beats for and all the nostalgia for. It's a really interesting concoction that they've mm -hmm. created. And I think it works. Uh, extremely well. And also too, you know, people forget that was a three disc game. Those, those discs were split into kind of big chunks. Right. And so here we really are kind of getting the magic of the second disc of all of the open world, getting the move across places, getting vehicles, all that mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, yes, some of that was in the first disc too, but I'm saying like the second disc was kind of, you really had this world open to you. And here we get that spot. Um, you know, it makes me intrigued to see what they do for the third, uh, because, you know, the third, this was notoriously, you know, different <laughs> in that, in that respect. Um, but I just, I'm just really impressed by that. And I think that's, what's drawing in longtime fans and mm -hmm. becoming especially rewarding. And then you're getting all the open world stuff that kind of draws in players who have been on the fence. So I think, I think it's really accommodating a lot of different audiences and, and that's part of why it's working. What was, let's go around. What was your favorite disc of the original? Man. I, I a... believe two was mine. I, I would kind of, you know, I would kind of lean a little bit more into disc one. 
because I think I mean it hit the like, ground running definitely, but yeah, I feel like by two it was the where I kind of really locked into the world, like you guys are saying, like it was where it all the mechanics, the fighting, the characters, like the world itself really kind of comes alive. And I really began to get it like, oh, yeah, this is what's different than like, you know, my daddy's eight bit fantasy games that I started with. <laughs> We're in a whole ass world now. And there's so many different things that I can do and so many. And I became I'm a I'm like an OP obsessive. Like I got to develop and get stronger before I go into those fights. I don't not like getting chumped in fantasy fights. And so I have to get like wacky overpowered. So I spent a lot of time in this too, just you know, building up, flexing out. So Matt, what was yours? Um, man, I got us. That's hard. Cause I, I agree. There's a part of me that kind of agrees with Evan, but I think, I think too, just because at that point, I think just the cast at that point and the movement between being able to kind of more freely roam the world um and because you had more locations open to you and things like that i think there's a a kind of like a oh that's a big one too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a big one too um yeah uh i think two is mine i just think because you know once you get into the um having that larger group i just man i just love i love this cast uh mm. so much this this cast of characters and i and i think this does them uh justice I, I wanted to touch upon um, one of the things that I love so much about this in relation to the original PlayStation 1 game is the fact that they, and there it is, that was actually one of the points that I was going to talk about, is that um, <laughs> <laughs> this game is unapologetically goofy, and I love it for that, because there are, they keep elements like uh, the parade sequence where you're doing all of the moves and everything, they have Red 13 in one of those soldier costumes at one point where he's attempting to be a human being. And I was dying during that point. They have Barrett in the sailor suit, which again is just like legendary. Um, I know that with something like, you know, uh, Matt, you kind of mentioned it earlier when it comes to all of the different games that were a part of this. I think like there's always the danger with something like Advent Children where like they try to make like Final Fantasy VII way more serious and like, oh, you know, like, uh, the main baddie is always going to be Sephiroth and like, you know, you have to deal with the stuff like the soldiers and Genova and things like that. And that movie specifically leaned far heavier into the serious aspects. And this game has that, but it also has amazingly hilarious moments like riding on a dolphin. Uh, you're, you're, you're turning into a frog and you're fighting against enemies as you try to help out a bunch of kids just again and again, there's so many hilarious moments, but there's also so many different mechanics and every single mini game I encountered was like, even the stuff like you have to find a bunch of Moogles and you have to bring them back to open up. Oh my a God, shop. I love that. It's so, and it's so ridiculous <laughs> on its face. You're simultaneously trying to save the world while doing the most ridiculous stuff that you've ever seen in a video game while playing this character who does not look like he should be running after Moogles and trying to hoard them into a specific place. But all of that just makes it so fun. And you don't, and even if you're a fan of the original games, which I think the three of us obviously were uh, and continue to be, there's so many twists and turns in this that just make it worth like diving in and experiencing all the new stuff while seeing how they were able to 
stick to the original game story and everything like that. Honestly, cannot cannot praise this game enough. I have so much to, fun with it. Well, to your mention, by the way, Barrett alone is he was great in remake, but Barrett yeah. alone is like a human, like he's like a walking like meme like the dude like the dude just his expressions <laughs> and he's so goofy and i love it i just i he was actually missing some of that in the in the first one and i feel like they let him play it up more in this one uh mm. he's just he's a delight like i almost always want him in my party just for the quips and the random you know things uh he's he's so he's so great mm. you guys have been touching on like the story and the kind of the recreation obviously the graphics what about the dynamic? Let's get into like the mechanics, right? Let's get mm -hmm. into under the hood. What is it? I mean, obviously the mechanics of play from like old PlayStation Final Fantasy VII have come a long way, but some of the stuff that I'm seeing like in these trailers, the combos, the things like that, how are the mechanics of play in this one even compared to the first remake? Matt, you want to go first on that one? Yeah, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed... Uh, remakes combat um you know kind of the changes and additions they've made to the active you know time battle system or whatever um i thought they they found a good balance so i wasn't necessarily looking for them to just like you know reinvent things or i didn't feel like it needed a ton of other things what i what i think they did add though was smart um i think you know the focus on the synergy abilities number one you see them in a lot of trailers because they look dope they look mm -hmm. they look fantastic mm -hmm. um also they are a balance between like there's not just flashy ones they also have uh you know defensive ones which are incredibly important they also kind of focus on team uh kind of matchups that you would kind of naturally favor right like cloud and Aerith have several uh, everyone has three i believe um but the like the way they maximize those barrett and 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 red uh, their abilities are great. Uh, you know, at one point you get a fastball special essentially uh, with Bar Barrett throwing red uh, into things, which is fantastic, both from a practical standpoint because you need range with red, and it's great to literally turn them into a projectile. Uh, but two, like they always look cool. Like there's one that I love. I think it's Tifa and Aerith. Uh, have one where she essentially creates like a giant barrier and Tifa just goes bouncing around inside, punching everything uh, within that range and they can't leave, right? There's just things that kind of spice up gameplay, um, but those you have to do enough, essentially burn enough uh, bars to kind of get those to lock up. So there's an incentive for you to kind of push forward. You still need to block, you still need to dodge. Uh, it does a better job of making you care about pressure and stagger because pressure will then essentially let you stagger an opponent quicker and when you stagger them you're able to do more damage right so it, it all kind of lines up but before you really didn't need to care about pressure too much if you just focused on you know stagger and weaknesses and things here they actually make you uh that makes you invest in and i also say that makes it more important to focus on uh the folio system is great because it actually lets you instead of having someone having to load up someone with like six different materia because they need to be prepared for all these weaknesses you might encounter the folios lets you actually have characters learn how to do like wind attacks or uh ice attacks without burning mp and mp is kind of more precious in this game you can burn through it super quick and ethers aren't as like 
the one they're a little more expensive but two like they're not as readily available in every single shop uh so mm-hmm. you kind of need to guard that a bit and so those will let you have everyone like that's kind of one of my tips is like to focus on that because then it, it opens up so much you don't have to worry so much about oh this person has a weakness let me switch to this person let me get that out there let me focus on that and you're not tied to that like 23 mp uh because you want to mm-hmm. save that for your bigger spells your defensive spells your cures like you want to save that for those so everything kind of ties in to the to the battle system and makes you more invested in the moment to moment you you want to block attacks you don't want to just go in full force because you don't want to just you know there are the the game does a good job of having benches to rest at throughout mm-hmm. longer sequences but you can still without paying attention if you're not paying attention you can still take on a smaller enemy and notice that like oh my health got whittled down pretty yeah. pretty low uh and that then you're going to encounter a boss at some point when you kind of don't expect it and you are screwed <laughs> so it it makes you all those systems feed into making you care about the moment to moment and it and it's fun it's it's fast paced uh but it still rewards strategic thinking i, I think they made smart additions this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah, for sure. And and going into like I'm not ashamed to say that when uh remake was initially announced, I was my hair kind of stood on end because I was a big fan initially of the turn-based system that was in the original Final Fantasy 7. And the idea of doing it uh in a place where it's a real-time action kind of thing was kind of like, uh, is this gonna be able to work? How is this going to look with like Cloud swinging the giant uh, Buster Sword and everything like that? But um, whereas uh, Remake was able to, you know, kind of be a success with that Rebirth, you know, as Matt had kind of pointed out, uh, it was able to improve upon that. And you never, I never felt like when I was fighting some of the bosses uh, in the game, which are just, just like everything else in this game, just gorgeous to look at. Um, when I was fighting some of those bosses, I never necessarily felt that you know, I was over, I was overpowered or that the boss was overpowering me. I would have to think of different strategies going in, right? Using abilities like assess while relying on uh, my magic and things like that and upgrading my folios via a sphere grid that was kind of like introduced in Final Fantasy X. And uh, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing system. And it took what worked in remake and kind of amplifies it here. And uh, I really, I really dug it. Yeah. Yeah. Also a mention of that uh, backline uh, system, which I had mm-hmm. to use in a boss fight. And I was, I was just like, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm, I'm going to put the onus on me. Uh, I was the problem. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I just didn't plan right. I was doing some stuff where I was like, oh my God, I'm getting owned. And then at one point you can, it's kind of like your last ditch effort. Uh, you can call in the other two people that aren't in your active party and they have like a special attack that will just light up the enemy. It doesn't kill them 
obviously. Mm -hmm. So like you still have to kind of recover, but it gave me enough time to like get some Phoenix downs out, get some people up, get some people healed up enough to then actually win that fight. So yeah. for that to be, for you to be able to come back when you're already kind of back against the wall as a credit to kind of the systems they've, they've built in place. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like even an old nostalgia head like me needs to start jumping into these games a little bit, huh? Is that what you're trying to tell me here? It's it's worth checking out. It has stuff for old and new fans alike. Um, it pays. It, it does an amazing job of honoring the original game while also forging its own identity and adding, again, without going into spoiler territory, but adding a number of things that have you kind of raising your eyebrow and being like, you know, hmm, this this is kind of a little different from how the story originally happened, but it never feels inorganic it doesn't feel like it's taking it in a direction that um you don't necessarily want it to go in everything kind of matches up in that regard so i mean i'd recommend it to all the new fans of the of final fantasy 7 for sure and Same. just forgive my ignorance but are we getting is this the end or do we get a third installment they, they are currently working on a third installment it'll be really interesting to see whether or not because i feel like we're kind of inching toward the end of this generation. And like, I could see this being the third installment, which I would imagine would be the last one. I could see it um, potentially arriving on the PlayStation six. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I would imagine that much like with in the, in the time spot between remake and rebirth, we'll probably be waiting a couple of years. I would say. Yeah, I would say what the soonest is like, what about 20? I would say soonest is late 20 is is early 2027. I think yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the earliest. Right. I, I mean, yeah, maybe if they've I know they're already working on it, but like, depending on how long, maybe late 2026. But yeah, 2027 is that sweet spot. And I think you're right. I think it could very well be the, you know, we always look at those games late in the cycle as the showcase. This could end up being that, but if they do announce another one, it very much will be like, hey, you can also play it here with upgraded things. And and by the way, if that's the case, uh, I'll be buying a PS6 because <laughs> because I want to play it on the best. I want to play it on the best thing, you know, You uh, it, and now that's Final Fantasy. Is it Reborn? What's that one called? I know they announced it. Um, oh, do they have an official title for it yet? I don't even know. I thought it was what well, I thought they did at the time. It was you know remake rebirth and i thought they announced the the what the final one was i guess not maybe they didn't reborn. um i'm just yeah, putting reborn re in my re head something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but uh but yeah i very i definitely think kofi you should at least give this a shot and for you if you're looking to you know dip in and this too was your favorite you might just want to start with this one and catch up on like you know Ooh. what remake no, I, gotta I mean i don't that's they, blasphemy. They do have a, do have a good oh, sorry, Shinra no. must fall first before I start anything. <laughs> Shinra <laughs> must fall. They do have a good video in the um that's called the story so far that specifically kind of recounts everything that happened in the previous game. If you do want to do that, as well as the DLC, 
which focuses integrate i think it's called which focuses on yuffie and yeah. all that stuff though they also do a good job in the game of kind of they do have like brief flashes into things that happened previously so you don't necessarily feel like out of your depth when it comes to anything or any of the characters that are being introduced here all right yo thanks matthew aguilar evan valentine thank you for my uh you know selfish little sales pitch on final fantasy 7 <laughs> rebirth and the entire final fantasy 7 kind of uh remake series that we're in the midst of here i think you guys have done the job i think i'm gonna have to start and go out and get the first one and, and jump in and get started here but the real mm-hmm. thing is our lives will fundamentally change only when it comes to the remake of final fantasy 8 and we know this. No, I was sure. gonna. Oh, I was boy. gonna say. I was gonna say nine me. or six. Oh, can somebody uh, fix nine? I Let's say ten. <laughs> I oh, say no. ten. Walk up for life. Walk up for life. When we remake Final Fantasy ten, we're gonna all be lost in like Apple Pro iVision. We're gonna be living Final Fantasy ten by that time. I need updated Waka. And I need it now. <laughs> Blitzball, do some yes modern. I need the best Hell voice yeah. work. I need the best voice work ever done, <laughs> like by anybody. All right, we're getting in the weeds. We got to get out of here. This is Comic Book Nation Quick Save, but this is not all we do. We do it all for geek culture, including every Friday with our main show, the live show, where we do all things. And be sure if you are just jumping into our feeds for Final Fantasy. You check out uh, Quick Saves coverage of Halo Season 2 if you're watching that and are a Halo fan. Matt, every week, pulls the biggest comics for the poll list. Evan just did a crush of uh, Avatar, the last Airbender Netflix mm-hmm. series. Plus, gave you guys game about the Naruto movie that's been announced on Anime Initiative, which hit on Tuesday. So we're, we're, we're really darn close to being like a whole five to six day operation around here. This is Comic Book Nation. Also, if you're a Marvel head, check out the other feed for Phase Zero and collect them all. If you're a Pokemon head, we got one for you, too. A wild Pokemon has appeared. We got to get out of here, fellas. I got to prep for what else? Another podcast. So I will see you guys out there. (laughs) To all the gamers who are jumping into Final Fantasy Rebirth, please tell us what you think and check out comicbook.com gaming, where Matt, Evan, and the entire gaming team are just, you know, letting you guys know about all the specifics of this game and so many other things that are happening right now. Happy Leap Day, everybody. I'll see you out there. This is Comic Book Nation. Peace. This is...